Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Wednesday. I hope you're all doing well. And I'm probably in the throes of packing right now. Actually, what is it? Yeah, in the throes of packing for North Texas RPG Con, which we leave tomorrow morning. So, first off, I've got a voicemail from Mr. Dave Aldridge, who has a podcast, I think it's called Percentile 20. Well, he'll have mentioned it on here, so sorry, Dave. I'm bad memory. Anyway, take it away, Dave. Hey, Glenn. It's Dave Aldridge from Deep Percentile. Uh, love your show. I haven't called in before. Reasonably new to Anchor. Uh, in one of those strange, excuse me, I'm on the move, uh, sorry for the traffic noise, but in one of those strange synchronicities of uh, the podcasting world, I have just this moment pressed publish on, on, on something where I discuss um, combining indie and OSR, and what do you know, here you are doing exactly that. Uh, I'm very pleased about that, and I'd be keen to hear your thoughts on, on my latest podcast. Um, keep up the good work, Glenn. Bye. Oh my gosh, part two. I'm listening on. Sometimes I stop, give the message before the end of the podcast. I now hear you talking about Heroes Unlimited and Palladium. I've just been talking that, about that as well. Strange. There's some. There must be something um, rippling out there in, in 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 the anchor sphere, in the anchor community, that these things should bubble up at the same time. Um, yeah, it it amuses me to hear people talking about Palladium. As I said on my podcast, at some point I'll get around to. Um, to addressing that system and that publisher in detail, uh, but I'm not quite ready yet. Enjoying the show. Cheers. Thank you very much, Dave, for those voicemails. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Sometimes I link up with another podcaster. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I steal from another podcaster. Sorry, Eric Tenkar. But <laughs> yeah, um, Heroes Unlimited, I n- never cared for that game. So I was surprised that Eric Bloat could come up with a variation on it that worked for me because it just, it's a class and level, you know, but Heroes Unlimited, first of all, the Palladium system just drives me nuts. It it drives me nuts because it's just, they, they just get into too much of the, first of all, abbreviations are fine. I use, we use them all the time. OCV, DCV, hit dice, HD, HP, XP, you know, all that. Saves, that's fine, but when it's the whole thing, I can't remember which one is which on the basic stats, so I get kind of confused sometimes. Even if they mention in the text, you're such and such, and they put the abbreviation, I'm going, what does that mean again? i got to go flip back to the front of the book. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. I hate that. I hate flipping through books when I don't have to. And it just seems like the superpowers, the supers, he was, they were too obsessed with, with getting, nailing every type of super when you don't do that with supers. You just sort of nail some general stuff and then it's, you make it up, you know, you, you, you mold it. You basically mold it. And it, with, with Palladium, they just threw the stuff at you so hard and so much. I just got, it's like every Superheroes, a sub-rule system in itself, and I couldn't stand it. Then I read Vigilante City, and then they took it 
as you have that. And you have the same thing, but it's all, they're smaller classes and you have a progression. It could be a, it could be a little better organized but I see why they did it the way they did it. I see why Eric did it the way he did it. It's just, I've I've never... I try to say this without criticism for Vigilante City because I found it a fantastic book. But you got to have what you need in the right place. And if you're putting like all your superpowers into one class and people are looking through... It's like, it, it's like the 1E books, the 1E DMG. Once you find once you find what you need in the DMG, you have to bookmark it because it's it just it's almost without rhyme or reason. Even though I think Gary had some kind of rhyme and reason in it, but yeah, Palladium drove me that drove me crazy. But Vigilante City took it and just rejiggered it and re just kudos to them. Well, anyway, thank you, thank you very much, Dave, for sending me that. Also, before we get into the topic today, which isn't much. I wanted to pass along a new Kickstarter that somebody brought my attention to called Dungeons & Delvers Red Book. Apparently, there's a Dungeons & Delvers Black Book. Now, there's a Red Book, and they're kickstarting. They have started recently. Their goal is... I don't know what their goal is. Oh, a a $5,000 goal. They've already got 18 backers. They have 32 days to go. It ends on July 7th, and it looks like a really good system. It's it's somebody's um, somebody's person. It just it it's it looks like very very modifiable if that's a word. <laughs> you know, and it's also it can be as simple and complex as you want. And they've got really nice pledge levels. It only pledges up to two hundred dollars, which I think is great because some of these pledges I know they need the money and stuff like that. But it's got a modest goal with modest pledge levels, which I really like. So check it out. It's Dungeons & Delvers on Kickstarter. Uh, Kickstarter.com. Just type in Dungeons & Delvers. You'll find it. So, yeah, check it out. Check it out. So, okay, fine. We are going to talk about... Oh, I'm packing, so let's talk about packing. Fine. Let's talk about game packing. How many games do you reasonably think you can take with you? Now, I realize there are other mitigating factors, like if you're traveling by air, you're restricted, and things like that. So, on the average, how many games do you take with you? I'm not talking about all the other stuff, like the dice and the pencils and the stuff. You know, you have to have that stuff to run or play. But what do you take? What do you take, and how can you cut that down? I have a list here that I, before the trip, besides all the stuff I have to do, which I haven't really done. Oh, well. I I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games I'm going to take. But I'm going on a I'm going on a road trip because the convention is only about three hours away from me. So being in the car, being in a car or something, you have an advantage. You can take more stuff. Now... If you're flying, that's, I would cut that in half. So, because weight, paper weighs. That's it. Because you also have to have room for for all the other stuff. Like I said, the maps, the dice, and pencils, da 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 da, right down the line. And also, you're going to be bringing stuff back. Probably, you're going to be buying stuff. So, 
you're going to have to allot for that too. I would even say cut it into quarter. Maybe take two systems or three systems. You don't have to play everything all the time. This is what I'm taking. Mutant Future, Gangbusters, D&D Rules, Cyclopedia, Swords and Wizardry, Complete, Advanced Labyrinth, Lord and Marvel, Superheroes, Face Rip, Vigilante City, Victorious, oh, I'm sorry, it's nine, and Osric. Now, let me break it down. Mutant Future, I have to take because I'm running a Mutant Future game. So I have to have my stuff. Gangbusters, I know that my Austin people and maybe some other people too will come to me and say, hey, Glenn, will you run some Gangbusters? Because I didn't put it on the schedule this year. I want to do something different. D&D Rules Cyclopedia, always. You never know. Swords of Wizardry, complete the frogs or somebody else maybe asked me to run, say, Mouth of Doom, which is their demo game. It's a Rapanathok, Mouth of Doom. And I would probably use Swords and Wizardry Complete. I may take a couple of folios of light just to have it. Advanced Labyrinth Lord, again, if somebody wants to run BX or something, I'm ready. Marvel Superheroes now. I take Marvel Superheroes every year because Jeff Grubb, who wrote Marvel Superheroes, was the main author on Marvel Superheroes. He's already signed my stuff. But every year I go up to him and say, hey, Jeff, I got the box. You want to run some Marvel, please? <laughs> And he has yet to, he has yet to submit to my charms. So anyway, Vigilante City because I just got it and I'm still reading it. Victorious Mike and Liz, Mike Stewart who wrote it, and his lovely wife Liz are always there, and I have some questions for them about character creation. And Osric, whenever the inevitable first edition AD and D game turns up and I want to play. I'll take Ostrich. It's easier than taking the three big books. I don't even take the full-size Ostrich. I take the digest-size Ostrich. So there's less weight there. And on top of that, I had dice, dice, dice tower pencils, wet erase markers, Sharpie flip mats, and tokens. Yes, so that is pretty much me. Now, like I said, I would cut that down to two, maybe three systems if you're flying. You might even have to cut down the rest of the stuff too, like, you know, the dice and the thing. I take my tower. It's it's a cardboard tower that I carry around in case I need a, a tower. My grandson made a one out of resin last year, and he uses that all the time, so he'll be taking that. And I got to find room for his stuff too, like his dice tower and his dice box and things like that. Plus the clothes and da 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 da. So you got to think, you got to think how you, you know, it's basically flying versus driving. Or some crazy people may go on a train, I don't know. But still, you've got, this is something you have to think about what you want to take. You know, I'm not taking Astonishing Swordsman this year, mainly because I loaned my book to Carlos, our other DM or other GM, to start his campaign. He wants to run some Astonishing Swordsmen. I'm buying a book, but I'll be taking one home because I'm not buying a book for him while I'm there. Buying his own copy. and But that is, that is I'm glad I'm not taking that because that thing's heavy. I try to pick out the lighter things, but it doesn't always work. And so it gets to be a bit heavy. Anyway, those are my suggestions on what to take for a convention. Okay, time for me to start the day. And I want to say, if you want to talk to me about this or argue with me about this or whatever, you can drop me a line over at oldmangrognar at gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can 
support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again to Jonathan Oliver Gilbert and Mark Walring, who has a podcast, The Yawning Albert. Thank you for supporting me. And, of course, Dave Aldridge's new podcast also. And I also want to say that as as of this episode, I am going to be off at the convention. I am not going to be putting up any new episodes until I get back. I may, it may be just me talking at the, at the convention. It may be me interviewing people. It may be me BSing with a few of my buddies. I don't know what it's going to be, but I will be recording things at North Texas to use on the program. So look forward to that. And I will be probably Monday or Tuesday, this coming Monday or Tuesday, 9th or 10th, you will have a new episode. Or 10th or 11th, I should say. Yes, new episode. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.